right. Welcome back to the Prospecting Show. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd. Uh, this will actually be the first episode here with the uh, Sure SM7B. Finally got the upgrade from the, the Blue Yeti here because we're getting serious on the show. Almost 200 episodes in. Today, we have Joel Stevenson, CEO of Yesware.com. Welcome to the Prospecting Show. How are you? Yeah, great to be here. And I'm on the $25 Logitech headset, so I hopefully I won't uh, oh, ruin your audio good. quality too much. <laughs> that, that's all good. Hey, the, the one thing I've learned about doing podcasting, it's always about the content, the speed at which people go and how exciting they are. So we'll, we'll try to keep it a relatively high energy format for everyone who listened to the show, past, present and future. Talk all about Joel and um, what they do over at Yesware. So let's start off. Um, you know, what did you do in the past? How did you come up with the idea and, and get to Yesware to where it is today? Yeah, so well, I'm actually not the founder of Yesware. Um, my although I did start my career in sales. Uh, the first job I ever had was selling um, data and telephony stuff um, at a company called GTE, which was originally one of the uh, uh, sort of. It took all the areas that the regional Bell operating companies didn't once AT and T was split up. They were later got acquired by Verizon, but think of it as sort of a big phone company. Um, did that for a while, then I actually started to work in software. Um, for a period through sort of the dot-com heyday, then ended up um, deciding to go do my MBA after a period to try to move a little bit away from, I'd always been in customer facing roles and I was trying to add more of an analytical skill set on top of that. So um, did that and then I, I did management consulting and sales for a while and that led me to a, a startup in Chicago, which was sort of a failed supply chain startup, which ultimately led me um, to this company called csmstores.com in Boston, uh, which later became Wayfair. Um, so I was with Wayfair for seven and a half years and did a bunch of different things there. But the last thing that I did was I built up a B2B division inside of Wayfair, which is now called Wayfair Professional, where we sold to interior designers and contractors and builders, that sort of thing. Um, that is uh, now a $1.5 billion division of Wayfair. But eventually Wayfair got a little big for me and I, I wanted to do something different. And one of the one of the ways in which we were able to build that division so quickly and so efficiently was by really leveraging technology to drive sales productivity. And so I got interested in the sales productivity space. We had an investor in common. And so I got to know the Yesware team and thought it was pretty interesting. And so decided to uh, to make the move over uh, over to Yesware. And today with the, the CEO function, what, what is your primary kind of day-to-day -day look like? What is it that you're doing for Yesware? What, what's the focus? What are some of the projects you're working on? Yeah, we, you know, we're, we're a relatively lean and mean team. So I'd say like, we're, you know, we're, we're I'm not really like the pie in the sky CEO. Like I'm, I'm pretty into the detail at this point because sure. a lot of what we're trying to do is, um, is execute, but we've, you know, we're, we're, we're going through, you know, sort of the tail end of a transition, which was a lot of our, a lot of our earlier customers were high volume outbound um, prospecting um, roles. And over time, we've, we've steered more and more towards uh, trying to help reps sort of take the leads that they have and convert those sure. or to help an account manager really manage their accounts effectively. Like those are the users that um, they really love yes for the most and you can't build everything for everyone. And there's a lot of great tools out there um, for uh, for prospecting and you know and companies like yours that do a good job of like filling the top of the funnel. So we're now trying to sort of say, okay, you've got meeting one, how do you go from meeting one to, to meeting closed one? And that's, so we've, we've been spending a lot of time on the product, trying to get it to a place where um, it's really starting to do that for reps. And we're, we're still kind of, I'd say, not all the way there, but we're, we're starting to, to make some progress. 
and so when people, uh, before they get to you guys, right, let's say they have a, a process they're going through, they have a sales team, maybe an SDR, BDR team, maybe it's just mm -hmm. founder-led sales still, right? And they're, yep. and they're growing yep. the team out. Like, what, what is the number one problem they're trying to solve for by, by using Yesware? Yeah, there, there's a few that show up, but I think the the biggest one that, that people are, are trying to figure out is like, what's working and what's not working. Okay. So I'm sending out all these emails, I'm getting some responses. It's hard for me to figure out what's leading to a response and what's not re leading Got to it. a response. You know, how can I do better with that? There's, I mean, there's other, there's other benefits. Like you save a bunch of time from doing things in an automated way versus doing it in a manual way. Sure. So you can spend more time selling, but really where, where a lot of people start to come to yes, where it's like they figured something out. Okay. And they need to try to scale that something. Um, and so if you looked at, you know, somebody like a Monday.com was like a very early Yesware customer. Like there's there's still Yesware customers up as a publicly traded company. So like trying to, you know, get those sales motions that are working for one person, apply them across the team, get some standardization, some scale. Um, that That's where you, that's where we, we really seem to shine. And, and do you guys have a particular sector or vertical that you guys are working with? I mean, I'm sure a lot of this is B2B sales stuff. I'm assuming most of it's service-based, but maybe there's some products. I'm like, well, what's the, what is the core focus, the core kind of principles of the, the companies you're working with? Yeah, well, we, I would say we've, we've got a, a range, we're a product-led motion, so you can go to yesware.com and, and, and get a free version of Yesware. Um, uh, we, we just reintroduced sort of the free for life mm -hmm. uh, tier of Yesware. So we've got individuals all the way up through big publicly traded companies. I would say that the teams that tend to use Yesware the most are the ones where you've either got a relatively small team where you don't have um, sort of massive amounts of, of enablement and, and sales ops teams that are helping or bigger companies where you've got enough specialization in the team that you met, you might have a high volume outbound team that's using a different tool and uh, sort of account managers and account executives that are using Yesware largely because we're we're very easy to use and adoption is very high and sure. as you start to get into more complicated selling roles to sort of say hey go over to this other place to do your work and learn this complicated tool that tends to for some organizations that uh, that they they struggle um with that. So, you know, due to the nature of the fact that we started as a, as a deep Gmail integration, a lot of our companies are, are tech companies. Sure. Um, as we've developed the outlook side of the business, we're starting to see more and more other verticals show up. And I think ultimately for us, the, the full expression of Yesware is probably going to be helping some of the industries that might be a little bit more laggard in tech, get the benefits of, of what tech sales teams have figured out for, for a number of years now. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a part that people really need to focus on, right? There's a lot of this, you look at like just business as a whole, there's a lot of business turnover, buy and sell that's happening with businesses right now where it's like, hey, very analog, like, you know, pre 2005 started company, right? Dot com era, you know, they manual, let me send some emails, Outlook, Gmail, whatever, Blackberry type era, right? Research mm -hmm. and motion stuff where it's like very static and, and, and very clunky. And now there's the the next generation of people taking over those businesses or buying those businesses. And they're starting to realize like, hey, we got to put a tech stack in place that makes sense, a project management tool, a sales enablement tool, a CRM, like that whole tech stack that's gonna allow them to do better. And it seems to me like the, the real value that you guys have above and beyond the quality of the product is like the, the direct integration, right? There's very few tools that have a, hey, Gmail direct integration. You don't have to have a whole other crazy tech stack to work with it. I'm assuming most companies like that feature, right? Cause they can just plug that right in. Yeah, the, the goal is to not have to redo a bunch of tools that you already have bought for your company. So you think about things like email, you think about uh, 
you know, Zoom and like, we don't want need to make a new Zoom. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're happy to just integrate with Zoom. And so we're, we're trying to integrate into the workflows where people are already working versus saying, hey, like, you know, because most of these jobs are complicated enough as it is. So, you know, you don't, you, and, and you don't even need to have a CRM with Guestware. Like some people do integrate it with, you know, like a Salesforce, but you know, you can, you can use that's you, you can use Yesware, you know, and get value sort of within an hour um, right out of the box. Yeah. And, and when teams are coming to you guys and, and they, they install the Yesware and, and start working with it, um, what is it that they're trying to get out of that afterwards? Is it that they're trying to have, you talked about, you know, someone sets a call, they do call one, they're trying to get to close. Mm-hmm. Is the primary function that they're, they're going through is making sure that the follow-up's there. And then when someone starts engaging with the emails that they can pick up the phone and call them, or, or what does that actually look like for someone who's like an SDR or BDR using it? Yeah. Well, I think the, there, there's maybe a progression of, uh, uh, of a value that you can sort of get out of our tool or, or tools like this, which is the first thing you're generally going to do is save a bunch of time because if you were set, if you kept retyping the same email, well, now you don't have to do that. You can just use a template and then you can even make two templates and see which one works better. So there's a, there, there's a, a set or if you're wasting a bunch of time syncing data in the CRM by hand, like all that stuff, you just, you don't spend time on that anymore. You spend time on your, on your prospects or, you know, the, either building top of funnel or, or converting what you have. Yeah. Then there's sort of a, there's an information aspect to it, which is okay. Well, um, who's engaging with my content? Like, where should I go spend my time? Should I spend more time with these people over here that seem to have something going on? Or should I go spend more time over here where, where maybe it, maybe the message isn't getting through? And, yeah. you know, as I start to, to zero in on the folks that are the most likely to be interested, then, you know, can I start to enhance that and figure out, okay, well, this, this type of follow-up works better than that type of follow-up. Like for people on the West coast, I should, you know, if I'm going to call them, I need to call them in, you know, the morning, my time, if I'm on the East coast, it, it, th- things of that nature. Um, and then ideally, you know, you, you can go from a place where one person figures something out and then that gets shared with the team. And so, for example, if you figured out a way to get somebody from, all right, well, I've got now after we do a discovery meeting, I send this white paper and then I follow up with next steps um, within 24 hours and I send another email and that's, you know, now I get people into the demo stage at, you know, 20% higher rate than everybody else. Then if everybody starts doing that, well, now your whole sales team is unlocked. Um, a, a set of productivity. So that's usually it. People sort of show up with very pragmatic needs about like I, don't, I need to see who's opening my emails. But as they get sure. into more and more depth with a tool, you then start to you know realize more of the power of, of putting some of these pieces together. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about where you guys are going. Right, you've obviously ha- had a product that had an MVP at some point. The product started scaling, went a little bit different direction, like you said. You know, older mm-hmm. customers or you know legacy customers are different than today's customers, and you're bringing an Outlook now, which is a whole other set of verticals. You know, yeah. what is, what is the direction you guys are going? Let's say over the next one to three years. Yeah, we're where we're really trying to take things is it seems um, crazy that in in 2022 teams have to cobble together like 10 tools to run their sales team on. And I think a lot of people probably have maybe just one as their CRM, if you start to take a look outside of tech. But if you look at like what a lot of the leading, you know, fastest scaling teams are using, like they've got a whole majority of tools. And we feel like for a lot of companies, they're not going to have the benefits of a, you know, a company that just raised $100 million and can afford the best talent in sales enablement, sales operations to really get these things um, to work well together. 
we think that there's an opportunity to, to build a system that you could run your sales team on that is radically simpler than the choices that you have today, which is stand up a CRM, then watch the data go to shit, then put tools like Yesware and Gong and you know all these other tools sort of, and then through that, then sort of magically on the other side, end up with a, um, a set of technology that's really driving sales productivity versus actually starting to cause you know, more, more, more challenges than it solved. So we're, you know, you will see us slowly moving further and further back into what would be, you know, maybe more the realm of traditional CRM, but we're going to try to do it in a way that um, sort of more speaks to the way that we've built of being like a deep inbox integration. I almost think of it as like a headless CRM. Like we should allow the CRM to effectively build itself and you shouldn't have to do a lot of work in there. What's really important is like what you're going to go do next. And so where you'll see a lot of our surface area has to do with, you know, the meetings that you're having. Are you prepared for the meetings? Are you following up with the meetings? And like, where's this, you know, where is this prospect? And you better do something because they're they're falling fast, you know, sure. that type of stuff. Got it. And, and so if people wanted to um, get a demo, I know you guys have the, like the freemium for life kind of offer um, with the tool, but I'm sure most people who listen to this, they have small sales teams, right? Five yep. to 15, maybe 20, 20 people on the team, setters and closers, right? Maybe mm-hmm. our SDR kind of team. Um, what What is the best place for them to go to learn a little bit more about what you guys have? Yeah, if, if you just go to yesware.com, um, we've got, uh, you, I think you got to do a bit of scrolling, but you can eventually get to a, sort of the contact sales um, part of the page. Um, you know, we also encourage people to do uh, to do a, a free trial of the software. And, and we, you know, like a lot of product-led companies, if you start using it and we'll sort of look at who you are, we'll try to do our best to figure out who you are. Sure. Once you start using it, and if, if we identify that we think you're going to be a good fit for Yesware, we'll, we should proactively um, reach out to you as well. So you can either contact us or hopefully if, if, if we're doing our jobs right, we'll, um, we'll, we'll contact you as well. Um, and then I might also say like that we've got a great blog um, uh, that you can also get to from our homepage. We've got hundreds and hundreds of articles on sales effectiveness. We just, we just published a, uh, um, a piece about sort of what's working today in terms of, um, you know, cadences and subject lines and, you know, all sorts of data. Got it. So um, for, the, for those of you who are listening to this, right, um, go, go check out Yesware. There, there's a good opportunity here for, especially for small teams, right? Small and big teams. But I know a lot of the guys that we work with, people listen to the show, they all have small teams and they're always looking to optimize that process, right? Everyone can go spend more money top of funnel, more ads, more outbound, more LinkedIn, email, like whatever. But um, the biggest thing here is, you know, how, how are you going to actually do that conversion step and not have a crazy tech stack that is super complicated to you. So if that's something you're interested in, check out yesware.com. That's Y-E-S-W-A-R-E.com. Um, Joel Stevenson, CEO, will drop all the information below in the actual chat here. Really appreciate your time coming on the prospecting show and have a great rest of the day. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. Thank you.